This episode of the Fresh Start Family Show is brought to you by our Quick Start Learning Bundle, how to build a compassionate, firm, and kind discipline toolkit that works with kids of all ages. Head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your Quick Start Bundle so you can get going today on building up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit in your home. Well, hey there, I'm Stella. Welcome to my mom and dad's podcast, The Fresh Start Family Show. We're so happy you're here. We're inspired by the ocean, Jesus, and rock and roll, and believe deeply in the true power of love and kindness. Together, we hope to inspire you to expand your heart, learn new tools, and strengthen your family. Enjoy the show. Well, hey there, families. Welcome to today's episode. We are going to talk about three different strategies you can use to prevent power struggles in your home. We thought it would be fun to talk about this because this is a topic that we talk about a lot in the Foundations course and the Bonfire Membership Program, but it's specifically one that we're studying as a community this month together and really trying hard to be make this a language in our home, this idea of prevention. So we always say, you know, like when it becomes cold and flu season, it's way easier to wash your hands 50 times throughout the day, right, than it is to actually like deal with the cold or the flu when you get it. So um, yeah, we're going to cover three different ways today you can work with your kids on a daily basis to prevent power struggles from happening. And by power struggles, I mean when you want your kids to do something and they are like, no, I won't and you can't make me. So number one, we're going to encourage you guys to let your kids know how they are valuable to your family. Number two, we're going to talk about the firm and kind process, which is a remarkable four-step process that um, is just, I, I think, magical in the way it helps kids respond well. And then also how to um, seek first to understand what's going on when your kids do push back. Okay? Love it. Yeah, and um, just remember, you guys, when we talk to you guys about power struggles, it's one of our favorite subjects because we got blessed with a beautiful little girl who really we realized early on had a very strong desire to lead and feel powerful, and um, we we teach about it, we learn about in this work of positive parenting how that is not a hindrance, that's not something that's broken about her or any of these kids that have similar desires. Um, these these kids are just often blessed with these spirits that they are very outspoken. They often are very competitive. They often have a strong drive. They often um, really know what they want. They often um, really fight for things because they, they do have such a strong internal um, desire to, to lead, right? So they are our future leaders and we have such a beautiful opportunity to mentor them and raise them with grace and integrity because I think often in life they've been told that they're wrong their whole life. They've been told, stop it, change, stop getting in trouble, stop saying no, stop pushing back. Why are you so different? Why are you such a pain in the butt? And that becomes wearing on souls. And then they end up having, I think, more and more misbehavior as time goes on. And um, I've just, we've, we've really, I've become very passionate about this subject because it's, I, I mean, in our own family, it's been so tremendous to have these tools. Oh, it's great. And yeah, once you start to like um, 
kind of see it from like, I think <laughs> like zoom out and like see everything that's at play. Um, and how if you had a few tools just to kind of like diffuse a, a few little areas, yeah, everything like you can start to breathe again and the power struggles do start to go down or you know what to do once you're in it. And then you also, I think you just create a, a greater sense of value um, for everybody. I think everybody wants the, that sense of belonging, whether they're a small human or a big human, whether they're two years old, 10 years old, 40 years old. So I think um, looking at, at, at this whole idea of power struggles and then like zooming out a little bit, getting a few tools and seeing like, oh, I don't know. It starts to become very like enlightening. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I love talking about it. Yeah, less stressful for sure. So what were, you know, the three ideas or tools or, you know, things for you to try out with your little power souls um, are, you know, a part of a much bigger list. We actually in our bonfire community this month are all trying as a group to memorize the list of 10. So like I said, we have a list of 10 things to prevent power struggles. And then we also have a list and a full lesson for both of them, um, a full list of 10 things to dissolve power struggles. Once you feel like you're stuck in that, like, oh, no, I said they have to do this, and they're like, no, I won't, and you can't make me. Um, so, so yeah. All right, so let's talk about, I'm going to use the seek first to understand as our first our first little subject here. So um, when you, every day as you're going through life with your kids um, and you feel any type of resistance to whatever you're asking, we are encouraging you to first start with your mindset and getting curious with your kids. So if you find that your mindset is often like, ugh, like, why are you so difficult? Why are you always pushing back? Like, you're an instigator. You're the button pusher. That's actually a good sign that you need to completely switch it up, throw that kind of mindset in the bonfire, we like to say, and grab a hold of a new one. That's something to the effect of like, hey, I wonder what's going on with them. What, what are they trying to communicate? Um, what could I do to work with them here to get them to move to action? Like, how can I be more empathetic? How can I be more creative? Um, you know, let me ask you some questions, kiddo. Like, hey, what's going on? Tell me more. Um, you know, I can see that you don't want to get in the car and um, we still need to get to school. So how are we going to work this out? Things like that. Um, but getting curious and seeking to understand is a great place to start because when you constantly do this with your kids, I mean, none of us are perfect, you guys, trust me. I mean, every time I teach, I always think of like a thousand times I haven't done this. <laughs> but I also think of like, oh, I need to do this more. That's why it's so fun to be a teacher of this work is you get to be like, oh my gosh, I totally need to do this more. Like just this morning, our little guy was pushing back on not wanting to walk the dog around the block, remember? Mm -hmm. With the babysitter who's watching our kids right now as we record some episodes. Um, and it's so easy to get stuck in that mentality of like, dude, just do what I say. And or you always do this. Like you are. Yeah. Why are you pushing back so much right now? Like right now right. he seems to be in like a strong power surge little stage of life. And we're Terry and I, you know, we're trying to figure it out, like what's going on. And so, um, you, you know, you and I just kind of reset ourselves yesterday. You were really great, Terry, at saying, all right, babe, you know, this weekend, you know, why don't we try A, B, and C with him to figure out, like, what is going on with him? We think he may be growing a lot. He's eight now. Um, and, 
there's, you know, we just were getting creative. So that felt really good, right? I mean, we'll see if we can help him get to a little bit better of a place this weekend where he's not pushing back so much. But some ideas that we had was let's empower him to choose what activity we do as a family at some point this weekend. Let's, um, you know, get asking questions, get curious, like what is going on with you, buddy? And um, so anyways, you guys, seeking to understand instead of assuming that you know what's going on with your kids will get you to a place where you have a relationship based on more of a desire to to learn than from this like very egotistical state of being because the power kids especially will push back against that, you guys. If you carry yourself as an egotistical, my way or the highway, autocratic parenting standpoint, what I see is that the little ones who have a strong desire to lead, who have a strong desire to feel powerful, will start to push back more and more. And you will have to raise your level of fear and force more and more. And by the time they become teenagers, everybody loses because it does not work. It's not a sustainable model. But when you from a very early age, try your best to say, okay, let me humble my heart. Let me just seek to understand what's going on for this little person. And that's what the the positive parenting psychology is all based on, the work of Dr. Rudolf Dreikers, where he taught us that our kids are not out to get us. They're just trying to communicate what their needs are. And all human beings have needs. The needs to belong, the need to belong, like Terry said, that's like one of the biggest ones that really drive all of our behavior as humans. The need to feel powerful, which is one of those big ones we're, we're talking a lot about today. The need to feel loved and give love. Um, you know, those are just some examples of the needs. But our kids are just trying to communicate with us, right? Yeah. And I think, too, like back to an earlier point that you made of like try to... Um, uh, try to get yourself into a space where you're not outwardly ex- expressing these frustrations of like, you always do this, you're always that, you're like, because then you're actually cementing that it's like, that's the role that they play. And yeah. wh- whether you're saying that outwardly to them or you're really strongly just implying it, I think um, a power kid is going to start to say, well, that's the role I play. Yeah. I always... I always put up a fight when we leave or I always get in trouble or I always do this. That's the role I play. They start and They start to assume the role even more when you start to say, why do you always do this? Yeah, blah, blah, blah. like that's not seeking to understand. Seeking to understand isn't just like in a frustrated tone saying, why do you always do this? Yeah. Um, like you got to really like reset yourself and like get curious, get down on their level, um, be in a more sincere, I think, state of mind and tone as a way to like really like find out what's going on so that you guys can navigate it together instead of actually doing the opposite of the intention is like cementing like, why do you always do this? And they're like, well, because that's who I am. Well, hey there, families. This episode is brought to you by the freshstartfamilyonline.com free online masterclass. What to do when your kids say no. Five positive parenting tips to help gain cooperation and dissolve power struggles with integrity. 
Families, this is one of my favorite topics to teach on. We're going to cover how to gently guide your kids towards action even when they don't want to move or do what's asked of them, ways to see kids who push back a lot as incredible blessings and future leaders, I promise they really are, the importance of paradigm shifting with thoughts and beliefs about power-seeking misbehavior, and how to implement a pause button or a heart connector to ignite creativity and model self-control. You can head to www.freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash power struggles class. That's freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash power struggles class to save your spot. I will see you at class. Yeah, and, and to give you guys, again, a little bit of a glimpse of the psychology behind that is when a when a child is told, like, or when you engage with a kid in a way where you're, you're like, battling, right? Like, yes, you are. You're going to do it or else you will get punished. You will get your iPad taken away. Like, that's what we call engagement. And that feels powerful to children. It's kind of like that old funny saying of, like, any PR, even if it's bad, is good. Right. Right? So yeah. for kids... They don't have necessarily the, you know, the understanding yet that bad attention is not the kind of attention we want or a bad, like, you know, but they feel that power when they engage a family in a fight or when they engage their mom and dad or when we stoop to that childish level, right? We say, like, kids are going to be kids. That's their job. They're, they're supposed to figure it out. They're learning. They're growing. Their brains are developing. They're supposed to push buttons. We don't have to become children in the engagement, right? Like, we can still be the kind, firm, you know, adult who is a strong leader in our home. And so just remember, when you engage with it, when you take part in the fight, do what Terry's doing, like, yep, that's what you are because you're peeing the butt. Like, you always push my buttons. Like, rawr. Like, that is, you're feeding into helping your child feel powerful, which is one of their strongest needs. And that's like going to become a pattern. So change it up, you guys. You, your kiddo, especially the ones that push back a lot, they have a strong desire to feel powerful. And your job is to teach them how to feel powerful in different ways. So for example, our daughter is a drummer. She's been a drummer since she was in kindergarten. She expressed from a very early age this like desire to like beatbox and hit things. She was always like our kinesthetic kind of wild and wonderful little girl, but she was she was the jumper, the doer, the runner, the pusher, the biter, like just kind of this wild child, right? And so thank God, um, God really nudged our hearts and pointed us in the direction of getting her drum lessons very early. But we got to watch her. She played a, a radical show last night. She played a, a, a Black Sabbath set with her band. They probably played, you know, 15 songs. She probably was on four, four or five of them. And to watch this little girl drum at the age of 11 and a half and to see the power that she feels when she leads a full band. Some of those kids are probably 15. She's 11 and a half. And she's like, the, I'm realizing the drummer is actually the, often the leader, right? Like they keep the beat. I mean, the lead singer seems to be the leader too. Well, but Let's chat for a hot sec, openly and honestly about what your discipline toolkit looks like in your home right now. If you're anything like most parents, you're relying on the hand-me-down set you inherited. 
timeouts, spankings, threatening of spankings, taking iPads away, three, two, one countdowns, groundings, taking away toys, e-bikes, iPhones, any or all of those kind of tactics that create a total relationship strain and don't even work long-term to end your child's misbehavior for good. Meaning you might spank your child or send them to timeout today for being air quotes mean to their sister or disrespecting you, but then three days from now, they're repeating the same misbehavior, which causes you to flip your lid because you know they know better. I want to help you learn a new way so you can end the vicious cycle that's keeping you stuck as a parent and causing you to feel super frustrated that nothing is working to get your strong-willed, stubborn child to behave better. My team and I have recently completely refreshed our Compassionate Discipline Quick Start Learning Bundle to help you learn a new way to teach your kids important life lessons, a new way to help your children learn from their mistakes and take responsibility for their actions. You can just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, and I'll personally send you a message with a link to download this free bundle. I'm going to help you shift out of a punishment mindset and into a compassionate discipline one where you fully trust that connection-based, firm and kind discipline tools are all you need to be a strong leader in your home who holds your kids responsible when they misbehave, but does it in a way where they are learning the vital life skills they are missing when they mess up. So again, just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free bundle now. I am so excited for you to shift out of feeling guilty and shameful when you lay your head on your pillow at night and shift into feeling confident and proud of the way you handled yourself as a parent, even when you were wildly triggered and upset about the mistake your child made. Okay, I'm excited for you to dive into this free resource. I'll see you in my DMs and inside the free discipline bundle. But they... If if the drummer falls apart, the whole song right. falls apart. Right. Like you you see how um, oh an amp's not working in the middle of a song sometimes like with a guitar yeah. or something like that they keep going. But yeah. if the drums if the drums right. fell apart the song stops. Yeah. And also you know the song usually starts and ends with the drums. Drum, yeah, so it's yeah. like counting them off, making sure everybody's ready. You know, you saw her looking around saying, are you ready? Are you ready? Right. Are you ready? Yeah, she's yeah. the leader. Um, so, but that's an example, you guys, of how we want to teach our kids. That's a great place to feel powerful. Engaging in fights with your parents is not where we want you to feel powerful. When you when you scream and yell and demand that your brother or sister gives you whatever you want, like and they engage in a battle with you, that's not a place that you wanna feed your soul little person to feel powerful. On the drum set, playing war pigs, yes. <laughs> that is where we wanna teach our kids, that feels powerful. Yes, like, that feels so powerful. So just one, yeah. one little example, but I just wanted to, to give you guys a little of the psychology behind it, because just remember, you are actually helping your kids feel powerful when you engage with what Terry was talking about with the whole like, you're the bad one, you're the instigator, you're the button pusher, stop being you. Yes, you are going to put on your shoes. If you don't, you're going to get punished. You're going to get the iPad taken away. It's just a different form of helping them feel powerful. So we, we teach you in this work to find ways for them to feel powerful so they don't have to demand it in inappropriate ways. Okay? Yeah. 
All right. So that's seek first to understand, figure out what is underneath, ask questions, get curious, let go of some of your ego. Like Terry said, don't take a break from saying those things aloud and just turn them into questions. What's going on? Why are you pushing back? Why don't you want to get in the car? Tell me more. And then, you know, that leads to empathy often, which will lead to creativity. And I think what you'll also find too is um, you get less of this fight out of them. Because I think ultimately what you're trying to do is just get underneath of like, um, hey, acknowledge how you're feeling. I'd love to hear your opinions and your side of things, but you're practicing. I mean, we've all seen adults that express their opinions in ways that are just not, you know, n not a great way to, to include people or to get people you know, on, on, side, on, yeah. on board with what you're trying to say, it actually kind of puts up a wall. And so I think what you're doing is, is you're practicing how to have, you know, this, this, this human being who just wants to feel powerful. Like, how do you express the things you're trying to get across in a way where you're not stepping on someone else? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because you can do it. You can get that across without it turning into like you have to tangle with everybody and then you ha then have to win the fight. Yeah. There's no fight. You don't have to fight to get across how you feel, your opinion, and what you want to do. Like there's another way. Yeah. And sometimes that will take longer. You guys remember. All this stuff. Um, yeah. All this stuff will take you longer. You've got to be okay with embracing that. Sometimes... The more you start practicing this work and what we teach you guys, um, whether you're in the full foundations course, you just grab a few tidbits from the podcast here and there. Um, just start to be okay with being a little late sometimes to dance class or, <laughs> or oh, yeah. you know, walking in a little bit late to church. And I know that's going to be hard for some of you who, like my daughter, are like perfectionist about being on time. But just remember, like, you know, it, and it all... It, it's just good. It, sometimes it takes a little bit longer, just like a healthy eating plan, a diet and exercise. Like it's, you know, if you order the fast pill from the internet, like, yeah, you might be able to lose, or if you fast, right? Like say you don't eat for a week, you might be able to lose 10 pounds real quick, but you're not going to be able to sustain that over the long run. However, if you really start exercising more and change your eating patterns and like over a year, like you're probably going to be way more likely to sustain that for life as far as like maybe getting to a healthier weight or being stronger, having more muscle tone, whatever it is. So it's the same with anything, you guys. Um, just know that, yes, there's going to be times when you have to force yourself to sit down on the ground and just ask your kids what's going on. Tell me more, right? Yeah. To do what we're talking about. Yeah, you might have to write yourself some notes. Um, you know, I, I loved hearing... Um, it was a bonfire member, uh, the woman from Bulgaria, right? Yeah, yeah. Said um, she's been writing notes for herself to put in her purse every day when she goes out with her um, now three kids. And that takes time, you know, yeah. that takes... Um, but most <laughs> good things in life do, like Wendy's saying, even whether it's your personal health or whether it's, you know, you know, you know learning just more in general. And isn't this the ultimate thing that's worth it like if there were ever something that you wouldn't shortcut yeah wouldn't it be your family and your kids and your relationships yeah it's don't do the shortcut yes like, exactly you know if you want to do the shortcut on washing your car or you know yeah hey a quicker way to chop vegetables so buy this thing um <laughs> yeah the slap chop yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so <laughs> those are the places you might 
entertain taking the shortcut. But this, we just encourage you, like, just set that aside and do what needs to be done, even if it takes a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah. And what you'll find is that when you have those little spark plugs in your family that force you to really figure out, like, okay, whew, how do I have a relationship with this person where we're not fighting all the time? What you learn by applying what we teach you within your own family will also benefit you in your workplace. It'll benefit you in your church, in your school, wherever it is. Like you will take what your kids kind of force you to practice within your own home and it'll benefit you everywhere. Okay, because we all it's not just in our homes, right, that we get those power kind of strong willed people. It's like, yeah, we all have experienced them in life, too. So. Okay, number two is use the firm and kind process that we teach in the foundations course. And that is a four-step process that works really well to help your kids that want to feel powerful, the ones that are pushing back all the time, um, to help them feel like they are valuable, that they belong, that they are part of the um, process to set limits and really understand why rules exist in the family, and then also that they are empowered to have some type of um, you know, say in what action steps come next. So the four-step process is number one, make proactive agreements. Number two is use empathy when your kids start to push back. Number three is have them restate the agreement that they've been a part of making. And then number four is give them choices. And this really should, you guys, become a language for you, especially if you've got power kids. So if you have kids that are in either in power surge stages of life, which we always say is between like two and six, or usually like the tween and teen years, um, or whether you have a kiddo like Stella, which... You know, she, I feel like we could feel her strength and her desire to be strong and feel powerful since she was born. From day one. You literally one. held a baby in your hand and you're like, wow, she's not a tub of jelly. She's like, oh, she's like, I believe I can stand already. Yes. Like, you know, yeah. yeah. She was yeah. like muscular from day one. <laughs> it was hilarious. So funny, man. Looking back at like... There was a there was a moment when she was drumming last night that she made like the same facial expression that she like actually I think she was sitting here um, as you were filming her like when when she was really little yeah. it was like the same exact expression it was so sweet just I to see it. that like so many ways my point is sometimes you know kids carry a, a same person personality trait over their lives and then other times they just you know are in a, a stage of life where they they push back a lot because that's they're developing right that's what they're supposed to do um, but this process is really beautiful guys so. With the agreements, the important thing is, is agreements are not compliance statements. So for example, if every time you guys go to the grocery store, your kiddo has a meltdown when it's time to check out and you won't, you know, you say no to buying them candy at the end of the aisle, um, then you need to make an agreement before you go in and say, hey, the reason why I say no to the the food coloring gross um, candy that is perfectly placed at your level when you go to check out from a grocery store, it's maddening, right? Like they, it's like they set they set families up for like the full on battle. Yeah. Is that annoying? Yeah. It's so annoying. The little Lego things, the little $5 Lego packages that are at the end of the Target aisle and like the brightly colored food dye, like, ugh. Anyways, so you tell your kids or your, you, that one that you know is going to push back and beg, hey, the reason why I'm not okay with buying that stuff is because it's really not great for your body, honey. I, you know, I'd rather go home and I'm happy to do sliced strawberries with sugar on top or whatever it is as a fun treat when we go home, but I'm not okay buying the blue slushy or the 
the you know the five dollar Lego tri- thing or whatever it is, and you just explain why your rules exist, you guys. Um, you know our kids do a lot better, especially our power kids, when they understand why we have strong boundaries and they feel respected with us explaining them. Okay, so try your best just to explain why the rule exists, and then ask your kids to make an agreement with you. So, so you could say something like so. Can we make an agreement that we're gonna get through the target aisle, we're gonna buy the milk and the eggs and the new underwear for Johnny and the whatever for Susie, and then when we check out, we're gonna work as a team to have you know a peaceful checkout instead of like last time when everyone was melting down and we had to leave the cart behind and mom freaked out and yelled at you when we left. <laughs> like something <laughs> like that. Like, but explain to your kids, make an agreement, and then make sure you have them give um, say it back to you. And it would look like, okay, so Johnny, what's our agreement before we walk in the Target? Uh, That we would get the eggs and all the things that we need. And then when we check out, um, we have a calm checkout. Thank you. Okay, cool. Let's do this. We got this. All right. So that's an example of an agreement. An agreement is not, okay, does everyone understand what the agreement is? Do you understand, Johnny? Yeah. Do you got it? Sure. Okay. That's not an agreement. (laughs) a compliance statement of you all are going to chill out when we check out this this aisle and my tone is like or else it's going to be gnarly okay so anyways the agreement and then next is like say you're in target and you walk up to the aisle and little johnny starts reaching for the um the lego little thing or the blue like bubble gum package you can say oh look at that johnny it's you use empathy so empathy is step number two look at that it's placed right at your level isn't it look at that packaging i bet you whoever designed that um had a lot of fun designing that no wonder you want it the packaging is so bright and number three you guys is restate the agreement and johnny what was our agreement we're gonna have a calm checkout no legos yeah, or the bubble we gum, just, whatever we it is. We are just going to get the eggs and okay. the stuff. Okay, thank you. So number four is the choices, you guys. Okay, so thank you. So now you can either put the cart in and push the buttons on the, the debit, or um, you can hop in the cart, or you can push the cart. Like, I would I would give them two choices. i just give you three. But I would probably say, so do you want to do the ATM for me, or do you want to um, help, you know, put the stuff in the bags? Which one do you want? Okay, so you would give a choice. So that's what kind of that process looks like, guys. But And you can simplify that if your kids are a little bit um, younger. You don't have to talk so much. Even if you have nonverbal kids that just simply nod their head to an agreement or say two words, like um, when you ask them to restate the agreement, such as no candy, <laughs> like, you know, two-year-olds can repeat that. So that's what it kind of looks like. But when you become more fluent with that process, it you'll see that you your kids push back less, mm-hmm. okay? So, and and in with today's episode, um, you know, make sure I'm gonna include a freebie where you can print out a firm and kind guide that will go through these steps and more process for you. So make sure you grab that. Um, you can go to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm kind guide to get that. Families, I have a question for you. Would you love to be able to set really strong boundaries and rules with your children and then follow through with consistency and firm kindness? If yes, listen up. I have a program called the Firm and Kind Parenting Blueprint that I'd love for you to go check out. You can learn more over at freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and 
kind. Inside of this quick, easy to finish program, I'll teach you four steps to really setting those strong roles, but then following through in a way where you're using connection and firm kindness. And what I'll teach you will actually cause your children to want to cooperate with you because they truly respect you and value the rule and the boundary and understand how it serves them, not just something that they have to do or else. And it's just an incredible feeling when you go to bed at night knowing that you followed through on the rules and the strong boundaries in your home without relying on hand-me-down parenting tactics like fear, force, threats, yelling, harsh punishments that really create usually fear in your household, right? We want our children to listen to us because they respect us and because they understand why being part of the team, cooperating well, respecting rules, all those things, why that feels good as a human being. We want to do those things um, in ways that cause our children to want to respect us, not just because they're scared of us or a consequence. And that's exactly what I'm going to teach you inside this program. So again, head on over to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind to learn more. But in under an hour, this program will teach you some really effective strategies on how to create agreements with your kids instead of compliance statements, which is where a lot of parents go wrong and why their children don't end up respecting the rules or the agreements that they've made. And then I'm going to teach you how to use empathy. I'll teach you how to engage your kids' critical thinking skills when you tell them to do something and they say no. And then I'm also going to encourage you to understand how to empower your children. When children feel empowered, especially strong-willed kids, they will cooperate a whole heck of a lot easier. Okay? So I want you to go learn about this program and let me know if you have any questions, freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. And some of those, I, you know, taking me back to when like the kids were not verbal or as verbal was just learning um, from our own things too of like, wow, um, maybe 30 seconds before I approach that checkout aisle, that's when the, the you know, Ziploc bag of puffs just magically appear out of my out of you know my bag or yeah. something to keep their hands and their minds busy so that I uh, that I'm not setting myself up again for the same like agreement to be broken or the same pattern to um, have happened so it's like sometimes it's just you know you redoing it yourself too and then still be armed with the agreement but that yeah. might help also just with you know, when there isn't as much of that, you know, verbal conversation back and forth, um, that intellectual level isn't quite there yet. Yeah. Um, yeah, just... Yeah, and what you, it's a good point, Terry, because what you're talking about is being very aware of patterns in our lives. Yes. So anytime there's patterns, like every time you go through the checkout aisle, every time you go to bed at night, every time you sit at the dinner table, whatever it is for your family right now, because seasons change, that's where you want to be thinking, okay, what kind of proactive agreement can I make with my kids to make tomorrow better that I can use in this four-step process? Or how can I be preventative as a parent and how can I be proactive um, to help my little people just get through the day? Like, how can I be, how can I support them? And, and might be packing the snack and pulling it out when you go through the aisle. So I love that. It's a really important point. 
Okay, you guys, and then the last point of these three ideas that we're giving you today is make sure that you are letting your kids know how they are valuable to you and your family. Your power kids will thrive on this, you guys, when you actually take the opportunity to say thank you for being such um, an incredible part of this family. So for example, our daughter, I can see when she feels, again, that sense of power, power or that sense of like, wow, I matter to this family. You can just see her soul. She feels so much better. So like, for example, she's really good at keeping us on time. She like stresses out with being late. So I try my best to say to her often, even though we will have like a lot of arguments because she rushes me and I get irritated and annoyed and use a tone I shouldn't and we, but I always try to bring it back to like, hey, you know, thank you for caring so much about being on time because it's, you are very valuable to our family. You usually are the reason why we are on time if we are on time to church. <laughs> we are late a lot to church. But like she, or on, on time to school, right? Like she is really a great, and then other things we'll say to her is like we, we help her know like how much she inspires us um, to be creative, to think outside the box, to chase her dreams, like, Um, she had this dream when we went to see Metallica in Ireland at a castle that she was going to get a drumstick from the drummer, from Lars. And she saw that she carried through, she saw that vision, she carried through, she chased after her dreams and she got that flipping drumstick, right? Like, so that's an example of, we've tried to tell her like, Hey, you are, you are very inspirational to us. Thank you for being an example of what it looks like to chase your dreams. And so we just try to do that with our kids. She kind of came to my mind of, but we, you know, we try to do it with Taryn too, but this will help your kids not push back as much guys when they realize that they're not just like these, these robots that are like always told what to do in the family, but instead they're valuable contributing members of the family that will settle their souls a little bit and help them not to push back at less so much and you can do that on a, on a daily basis. You can always be looking for ways to let them know how valuable they are to the family. Absolutely. Like I think of um, with Taryn, um, how he um, he's always been one to fall down, dust himself off and get back up kind of, um, you know, he has a little, you know, a process that he goes through, you know, and um, We've been very careful not to just be like, you're okay, you're not hurt, like all those types of things. Like he goes through it and then he gets up and he keeps going. And I remember there was a, you know, some verbiage around that a few years ago that was like, you know, this idea that, you know, he is so good at persevering. Yeah. And pointing that out to him that like, wow, you persevered, had that feel like, man, you persevere like no one I know that's inspiring and letting yeah. letting your kids know that they inspire you on some level because they, you know, they all have a quality that, um, you know, should inspire you in some way um, to where it was last summer. I fell off my bike, was oh, bleeding, man, that's right. I'm laying there, I had the wind knocked out of me oh. and he came over. And it was almost like the full role reversal yeah. of, you know, he didn't say, get up, you're okay, dad, you're fine. He said, what, you know, what do you need? Do we need nice. to, do we need to leave? Do you need some, what do you, what do you need? I said, I just what need some. What do you some, need to take care of yourself, which some, is what we teach. I said, kids. I need some water to, to drink and also to wash off my cut. And I just need a little bit of time. He did that. He gave me the space. He was right there with me, like hand on my back. Oh. And then he said, 
okay, now, now do we need to leave? And I said, no, I think I'll get back up. Um, he goes, wow, dad, you're going to persevere, huh? <laughs> and we're just like, oh, like that. He was seven at the time. Yeah. So, um, That's awesome. I think he would have never done that had that not have been pointed out in him, in himself. Um, so anyway, yeah, it's just cool. a little, just a little yeah. nugget. Um, I always like, like to throw these little nuggets in there too of, um, you know, how approaching things a little differently or, you know, th- that probably wouldn't have happened if we weren't in the mindset that, um, that we are through positive parenting. So Yeah, I yeah. love that. Oh man. And there's so many ways you guys, you've got to get creative in your own family to look for how your, your kids are valuable. I mean, just, just explaining to kids why we all have different jobs within the family can, can help them feel valuable. Like, you know, we always make sure we tell our kids like, Hey, you know, um, I, I often, yeah, dad's often the one that drives you to school. I pick you up. Like those are kind of our jobs. We contribute to the family in that way. Mom buys groceries. You guys make your lunch. Like you make your lunch. I buy groceries. Dad takes you to school. I pick you up. You guys make your bed. Like we all are, have contributing parts of the family unit that makes us a strong team. Right. But like explaining to kids in that way, like why they are valuable contributors to the family, not just like make your bed because I told you to and because I'm going to pay you to do it. It's more like, um, you know, hey, we all do our part. We all have our jobs. And that's what makes us such a strong unit is because we all are very valuable. Like if one of us didn't do our job, um, you know, the, the other one would have to, to feel that. And it's so it's it's thank you for contributing. Thank you for being valuable. But anyway, so, yeah, we have so much more that we cover, like I said, in, in this month's um lesson all about preventing power struggles but this was three that we just pulled out of our list of 10 that we thought we would encourage you guys with if you have a kiddo in your house that seems to push back a lot and that you find yourself getting into power struggles with often or if you have a kid that's going into a power surge stage of life um, I would consider using these and, and see how you feel at night see how your relationship is with that kiddo and see if it helps them to kind of settle their soul a little bit so they don't push back as often For more information, go to freshstartfamilyonline.com. Thanks for listening, families. Have a great day. All right, listeners, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. As we wrap up here, don't forget to DM me the word shift or head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free discipline quick start learning bundle. You'll get immediate access to download our extensive learning guide where I'll share five ways you can ditch the old school hand-me-down punishment mindset beliefs and thoughts that are causing you to react like a volcano instead of respond like the firm, kind, respectful teacher you are at your core. And then you'll also get immediate access to my on-demand workshop where I'll teach you our three core Fresh Start family strategies that make up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit, as well as my favorite logical consequences that not only work with kids of all ages, but do wonders to unite you with your child and strengthen your relationship, even in your kid's worst moments. So pop on over to Instagram right now and just shoot me a DM with the word shift and I'll send you a personal link to download that bundle right away. Or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to get access immediately.
All right. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you inside that free bundle and also inside the next episode.